Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Studio Boomer Sizing, Greg Giannotti, it's Boomer and Geo on the fans, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network, and wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Wednesday morning, Boomer out again for this Super Bowl's greatest commercial shoot, he will be back tomorrow, and then we all leave for Phoenix over the weekend to broadcast live from the site of Super Bowl 57. Some interesting stuff happening last night. Of course, Jerry in for Boomer. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? What is up, Jay? How are you? I'm doing okay. Two things I did not expect this morning when I woke up and got out of bed. One, that it was going to be snowing the entire drive-in because I didn't see that anywhere. Yeah. On a weather report, I saw a chance, a 20% chance of flurries. It snowed the whole goddamn trip in. And the second thing I didn't expect was that Al Dukes would open up the warm-up show saying, I don't know what a triple double is. <laughs> me too. To be honest with you, me too. Yeah. I mean, of all the names and the stuff that we laugh at, and he, I'm not expecting him to keep up with some of the players in the NBA, the NHL, even in uh, the NFL, and it's a funny thing. To not know what a triple-double was, that actually caught me off guard. Having done this for how many years now? 13, 14, 15? Uh, 16. 16. 16, yeah. yeah. You've never actually understood the term triple-double. Yeah, I heard it all the time. And I was going to Google it, and then I said, you know what? I'll be honest with CeeLaw. I'd just have him experience it. <laughs> And no offense to CeeLo, I wanted you in that chair so badly this morning to, to roast him. And like, like even CeeLo said himself, he's like, this is not a good day for me to be here. Jerry funny. should be destroying That's you funny. about this triple-double. Is onions basketball? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's another one that you found out along the way. Uh, so, yeah, he was talking about the triple-double and LeBron James last night. Annoying Knicks loss that we will get to. Yeah. A little bit later. And Sean Payton is the Broncos head coach. But, of course, we've got another Aaron Rodgers update. Because we do. he's on with Pat McAfee yesterday. And it's something that I think might be getting a little overblown. And it's on the back pages of the Post. And I've not seen the back page of any other uh, papers this morning. But it's on the back page of the Post is the love for Nathaniel Hackett. 
and how much he loved this guy. And the reason why I think it's overblown is we already knew that. I mean, the Jets knew it when they hired him. The Broncos knew it when they hired him. Everybody knew it when he was in Green Bay and talked about him leaving and that being a problem for Aaron Rodgers. So him spouting off and talking about Nathaniel Hackett in these great terms doesn't make me think that he wants to be a Jet today more than I did yesterday before I heard that. Made me think more of it today. Why? Here's why. Number one, I knew he liked Nathaniel Hackett. Two, I will tell you, listening to him gush over him and how he makes the game fun and how much respect he has for him. I was in my car like, because I was listening to it on the way and like, wow, I mean, he's really going overboard here with Nathaniel Hackett. And three, last year, we didn't hear that the Packers preferred to move on from Aaron Rodgers. So to me, you add it all up. Get him here. <laughs> Makes a ton of sense. It does. It really does. And, you know, there are other places he can go. I understand that if, in fact, he does come back to play and if, in fact, they do trade him. But to me, if I've got to handicap it, I don't know how I would put the Jets at the top of the list. Well, of course, if he is going to get traded, the Jets are at the top of the list. But I just, once again, don't know if he wants to play. Don't know if the compensation is going to be right. Don't know if the Packers really want to move on and then get to the point where there's cold feet and say, that are we really going to? This guy won two MVPs in a row, then didn't have a good year because he broke his thumb. And then he's going to come back healthy next year. Are we really going to do this? I think they are. I do. And I, the reason I say that is they're not going to go out and break the bank on free agents to appease him and make him happy. The yeah. team is what the team is. I'm sure they'll tweak it. But I don't think there's going to be this this major spending spree in Green Bay. Not Again, I'm not out there. I don't know that. My guess is they're not because they don't do that. So he's probably had enough. Two, you've got Jordan Love. At some point, they need to know what the hell they have in the kid. And three, Aaron Rodgers is 39. They're, they're probably thinking if we're not going to go out and get him the pieces he wants, how much more are we talking about? Time to move on. Jerry, they knew he was going to be 39 this year when they signed him to the extension last year. Yeah, knowing they could trade him. But it's not, but to admittedly go away, we're going to have at the very least a $30 million dead cap hit and we're not having Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback? Yeah, with a quarterback that's making no money though. Yeah. So you can absorb it, and if you average it out, it's really the same thing. But the, what, what has changed, though, from, and, and there might be a legitimate answer to this, what has changed from last year where them saying we're making this commitment now to this year? Because him getting hurt and not making the playoffs, and they had a run as he got healthier and then got beat by the Lions, of course, Sunday Night Football. But they had a run, and everybody's talking about, watch out, Aaron Rodgers gets in the playoffs, who the hell knows? And it was playing at a high level towards the end of the season. You know, what changed this season where they want to get rid of him? Uh, here's a guess. It's nothing more than an educated guess. The realization that you can't win these things, meaning Super Bowls and championships, with just one big quarterback. Like, you need an entire team. Maybe they look around and say, we got to start over. We need to build it better. Um, we need to get younger. I don't know. Again, at 39, could he play till he's 45 like Brady? Sure. He doesn't seem to have the... Drive's not the right word. Brady, I've, I feel like Brady's going to have to get injured to finally actually retire, especially now with what's going on in his personal life. I, I don't see him quitting anytime soon. Whereas Rodgers, he hems and haws and he thinks about life outside. of Even listening to him yesterday with McAfee, he couldn't wait to get out to Pebble Beach. And why wouldn't you, of course? Of course, yeah. He's like, this is cool. Like, I've been in the playoffs every year. I've missed this for several years. It's pretty awesome out here. Like, I forget about this part of my life. 
I don't ever really hear that from Brady, do you? No, Brady is all about football. And, and Tom Brady is going to have a tough time when he does retire. I agree. With what he's going to do. And I think that's why he was quick to jump to the Fox thing, to fill that void, knowing I can at least be around the game once I retire. Aaron Rodgers, I really do believe that there might be some things that he misses, like the relationships in the locker room that retired players always talk about. But there's going to be a lot of things he never thinks about again. I agree. And he did say in that interview, I have to ask myself, did you like practice? Mm -hmm. Did you like the meetings? Did you like the journey? All of those things that he does think about. And Tom Brady 100% loves those things. And when training camp rolls around for Tom Brady the first time and he's not there, he's probably going to be in the fetal position in the corner of his <laughs> living room shaking. <laughs> like an addict. You're yeah. right. You're right. So, yeah, well, there, there is a large difference between the two. But that also plays to the point of where I think there's a better chance that Green Bay smacks themselves in the face and goes, do we really want to do this? Or Aaron Rodgers says, I've had it, as opposed to him going and playing somewhere else. Now, don't get me wrong. I want this desperately for multiple reasons. One, my favorite team plays in the NFC North, and I want him the hell out of there for once. And also, having him with the Jets, I think, puts them right in that conversation to be able to compete, yes, for an AFC championship. And it would be amazing to follow that. Um, I just I, I just have a tough time uh, seeing him just playing here and wanting to be here regardless of Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, but, but we'll come full circle now. So you sit there and say, and he did, in the beginning of that interview yesterday, he is talking about... About do I want to go through the grind? Do I want to go to the meetings? Do I want to be there at practice again? And do I? It's a long season, the off season, in the summer. And then you come back to when he talked about Hackett, that he was the one guy, not one, one of the few guys that made it fun. Yeah, that made the grind fun. That he enjoyed going to work and seeing him and working with him. That's why, to me, I don't want to say eye opening, but I was like. Wow, this is a little more than I anticipated. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point because he talked about, yes, the the journey and does he want to do that and said that he's one of the few guys that made everything fun for him. So, yes, I mean, that that does make sense. The other thing he also said was, you know, the Packers were having conversations and not including me. And that's interesting. Yeah. So, well, and that was how the, that was how the interview started. Essentially, like you know, there's a lot of banter going on. Have you? I think they said, "Have you gone back? Have you spoken to Goons?" Yeah. And he goes, "No." Ironically enough, there's a lot of conversation though had being uh, talked about without me. Yeah, yeah and that's got to annoy him. So I'm I wonder, sure. does it annoy him just because he feels like he's earned the right to be in every one of those conversations, or does it annoy him because everybody's linking him to the Jets and he would never go to the Jets, and why are you talking to me or talking about me going to the Jets when I've not given you the blessing to do that? I think there's a lot going on there. I think he's probably annoyed with the Packers. There's probably part of him that wants to get away from the Packers. There's part of him that wants to retire and just go do whatever it be Aaron Rodgers, and then there's another part of him that would like to go start somewhere else. I really do, and I, I... I, it just makes, I know to you it doesn't, to me it does. It makes sense here. Well, it makes sense from the Jets' perspective, and it makes sense from a pure football perspective. But we're not dealing with a normal football player. And that's where I think that X factor comes in. And I do think that if he either retires or says that I don't want to finish my career somewhere else or takes another opportunity maybe in Vegas or something that's closer to where he's comfortable with on the West Coast, we're going to say we should have known all along that he was going to do something like that. You know, because we're, we're, we're putting it through our normal football processing system. And then, yes, it's spitting out Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. But there's all these X factors with him. 
And I can't figure, he, as you said it yesterday, he can't figure himself out. Yeah. How are we supposed to be able to project that? Now, if he does end up saying, I want to play with the Jets, then I, then I think that he will be 100% committed because Boomer has brought that up. Will he buy in? Will he be the guy that needs to be the leader and all these things to help a team like the Jets finally turn it around? And if he decides I'm finishing my career somewhere else and I'm taking this leap, 100% he will be in because he knows all eyes are on him. He hates when people talk about him negatively and if he just showed up here and put his feet up and mailed it in he would get absolutely crushed and there's no way a guy at that caliber of quarterback would not be he might be re-energized too i agree especially at this part of his career and with something to not prove but to be able to go do something that hasn't been done in so long and in a lot of cases people look at the jets as a joke organization he could come here and win Man, I mean, his legacy is what it is already. It goes, you know, to the nth degree with that. I'll tell you another thing from listening to that interview yesterday with uh, with McAfee uh, on the show. You always talk about the Raiders with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, if Rich Passaccia was the head coach of the Raiders. That's where he'd end up. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was he's advocating for him oh to be a head gosh. coach. As yeah. much as he gushed about Paul Hackett, he was gushing about the leadership and the coaching style of Rich Passaccia. Um, not that he was talking about the Raiders, but I, McAfee had asked him about, you know, just uh, other coaches and what the Colts should do and things of that nature. And he went right to Bisaccia and the kind of coach he is and the way he leads men. Um, he's a respect now, I'll be your friend later type of guy, which he likes. That did had me think, hmm, is Sala that way? Don't know. On the outside, we see he's kind of goofy and fun. I don't know what he's like on the inside. But I will tell you, if Bisaccia was there and it wasn't Josh McDaniel, I could see him in I could see him in Vegas. Well, and Bisaccia's with the Green Bay Packers right now. No, no, I know. So like it's one of those things where you think like, okay, if he's saying so much that he loves Bisaccia and he's talking about how he loves guys like David Bakhtiari and Randall Cobb and, and uh Alan Lazard mm-hmm. and Mason Crosby and Mercedes Lewis and all these guys. So that I think is something that that should be looked into more too. And that might be a sign, by Maybe. the way, if the Packers are really moving on from Aaron Rodgers. If you see them like decide to move on from, if Randall Cobb's like, I'll come back for a million bucks, and they say no. If Mercedes Lewis retires and he's 39 years old at this point. If Alan Lazard, who I believe is a free agent, signs elsewhere, or the Packers don't bring him back. All these guys that Aaron Rodgers loves, if you start to see them scatter and that will give you a little bit of insight into what the Packers are thinking and what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Yeah, and part of that conversation came from the whole Maggie and Perloff thing with uh, with Dobbs and, you know, saying he never did anything with them. I thought his answer was great. It was essentially, they're kids. I'm an adult. We don't have the same interests. And he's talking about video games. And then I thought, you know what? It's the same around here. If I'm going to go out, not that we ever do this, but if I was going to go out with someone around here, I'd call you or Al or Eddie I wouldn't be calling Paul Rosenberg. Yeah. I love the kid, but he's, you know, 15 years younger than I am. It's different. Heck, I get that. It makes sense, actually. No, it does. And he also said he's 100% at the team dinners and 100% at those things. There's just other guys that, I mean, there's also 53 guys on a roster. I mean, you can't be best friends with everybody. So I did think his answer was good with that as well. And it's true. I mean, when when I moved into Sayville... It was a lot of guys who were like in their 50s, late 40s, 50s, mid 50s. And like I got along better with them at 40 years old than I do with guys who were 30 years old and younger. Right. 
because you feel like you, I don't know, that gap to me now, like 40 to it's 50. It's gotten big. But, but 40 to 50 to me now is way closer than 40 to 30. No, but that's what I'm saying. Mentality-wise. The younger kids to our age yeah. are starting to get wider. Sure. And sure. the difference in what we do is different. It just is. Yeah. You know? And he's talking about Dobbs, who's 22 years old. He's 39. I get it. Makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's very true. There is a little bit of that that's going on. I tell you what. You want to talk about a good future bet, as I'm seeing on TV. Right now, the Jets at plus 4,000. You get that. If Aaron Rodgers comes here, that number goes way down. No, I know it does. I That's mean, tempting. That, it, it is tempting, but you know how much of a donkey you're going to feel like when Zach Wilson trots out there week one with your if plus 4,000? Zach Wilson is not trotting out there week one. I'm oh, sorry. Man. That's not happening. Oh, it might. Not happening. It no, it's might. not. The it's little not. musical chairs and you quarterbacks. Can't, you cannot sell that to the Jet fan. You cannot sell that to the Jet fan. The Jet fan will be furious. <laughs> if you're go- now, if you told the Jet fan you're going to get a veteran quarterback for the next few years and maybe Zach Wilson's the quarterback in 2025, I think they can handle that. You tell them Zach okay. Wilson is the opening day starter? No way. All right, how about this then? All right, week one, first look at the Jets' offense. Here comes Andy Dalton. No, God, no. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. Stop. No, no, stop. The Red Rocket. No. He's out there. You can see the T-shirts now. It's going to be Rodgers or Carr. That's who it's going to be. And if it's not, where are you going? It's going to be Rodgers or it's going to be Carr. Okay. I will I will take your opinion seriously. You've projected things into the future better than I have this past year, especially with your picks. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that if Rodgers retires and Derek Carr goes to Frank Reich in Carolina, right, right. then what? Yeah, I don't have a plan C. Yeah. Well, Tom Brady. It's like a... <laughs> It's like a, a whiteboard that you put up there, you know, Tom Brady. It's like the whiteboard. You know, you put this is the best case scenario. Yeah. This is the, the worst case scenario. Could you imagine? And then you go all the way down to CMB. And then- <laughs> That's terrible. Could you imagine if Zach Wilson starting week one? No way. Yeah. They got to figure something out. Come on. Well, you're right. It's not going to be Zach Wilson, but it's good. there's a chance that it's a veteran that you want no part of. It's a chance that it's Andy Dalton. It's a chance that it's Baker Mayfield. It's yeah, I don't want that either. Uh, I'm a, not a Jet fan, but Baker Mayfield doesn't excite me either. No, no, absolutely not. It'll be an upgrade. I like his personality. His commercials are great. Yeah, but his production has never been. Aside from that one win in Pittsburgh in the playoffs, yeah, he's I just, know. I don't know. Without a coach, too. By he the seems way, very average. No, I, I agree. I mean, he's not going to come here and save the day. Boomer initially brought up Baker Mayfield because he likes his personality. Thought it would fit with the Jets, but I think he's backed off of that now. Because if you really think about it, I mean, you need somebody to save this team at that position. Yes, his and, name is Aaron Rodgers. And Brett Favre almost did it. He almost did. And and then he ended up doing it for my team the next year and then screwing us in the championship game. But he had an amazing year that year. One so, of his best. Like, sometimes you need that that cataclysmic event at that position, and we know it's not going to come through the draft with the Jets, because it uh, never has. They've screwed that up a few times. So this this is the thing that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast CBS Sports Network. Boomer will be back tomorrow, but because he's not here today, we got the same crew as yesterday. That means that CeeLo is here, and he's got a hooded vest, very much a CeeLo-like today. You're a big vest guy as well, though. Well, I am now, yes. Yeah. 100%. You inspired me with that. Yeah. You and Tiki Barber inspired me with the vest look. So we're in lockstep. So I'm not not knocking the vest. I'm pointing out how beautiful of a vest it is. Yes. And Tiki had a gorgeous vest on yesterday. Oh, well, I mean, listen... If I looked like Tiki, I would be I would be uh, flaunting the vests a lot more than I do. I well, mean, in fairness, I looked at your desk. I don't know that you're moving like Tiki anytime soon. Well, yeah, of course. Gigantic pretzel. By the it's way, it's a gigantic. It's a Wawa pretzel. It's the standard size pretzel. <laughs> that's a big pretzel. But that's the only pretzel they make. You <laughs> act like I went and ordered the extra large and then you pretzel. Got, and then you got the cheese crackers, which yeah, is pretty good. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait a second. You went, your choice this morning at Wawa was the giant pretzel? You know why? Because it's just there and I can grab it. I don't have to rely on some overnight employee to make something for me. Okay, but I mean, I just sometimes... Running on a tight clock here, you know? You grab like a protein bar or something in the morning, you know, whatever. I had a protein bar yesterday. There was something else you had in the bag. What else was in there? There's one other thing. I already eggs. had my... What was it? I, I had... No, it was not I eggs. already ate the hard-boiled. I got the hard-boiled eggs as well. Packaged, okay. pre-packaged. I yeah. had my blueberries this morning. Had some vitamins. Had my coffee. <laughs> anyway, we go. It's a smorgasbord, dude. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what <I'm telling> you. <laughs> There's a giant pretzels out there on it's your not, desk. It is. a pretzel. For, if you've ever been to Wawa, they have either... Right, the, they make giant pretzels. The, the single one-sided or the two-sided. And it, I, both, the, the full size is like $1.50. It's like the cheapest uh, thing they sell. Did you eat this thing yet? No. 
Al, would you mind grabbing that pretzel and so see I can what take else a look? Is in his bag? He's got a third thing. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I just, a bag of chips. That that was, was it. Rob, the Fritos. Right, and here's the here's where that was. Ready? <laughs> at my at my house, we have an assortment <laughs> yeah. of snacks that we send so for we, the yep. kids at lunch. So I went in the, the back this morning at you know two forty five. Was just like, what can I grab quickly mm-hmm. to bring with me? And that's what I landed on. Of course, it's not that. I'm not making a you know veggie omelet at two thirty in the morning at home <laughs> on my stove. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, come on. oh my god! It's got nutritional. <laughs> Now, wait a second. Now, wait a second. That's a giant pretzel. Be fair. You go to a sporting event. The pretzels they sell there are larger than that pretzel. Not true. Oh, that's that's not true. Now you guys, this is a giant pretzel. Now you guys are being disingenuous. No, I'm not. You are. You are. Hit us with the calorie count if you eat the whole pretzel. The whole thing. You want to take a guess there, Jerry? I'm sure. This thing right here. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say five fifty. Yeah, six seventy. Yeah, there you go. Six seventy. But here's the thing. How many carbs? Uh. 130 grams. Yeah. 47 percent of your daily value. But but, but Jerry, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yes. Like I'm not going to put that all down in one sitting. Like that'll last me the day. Right. And then I'll go home. I'll get a nap. Like I'm not going to eat until dinner time. So it's not like I'm going to eat that and then have like seven million other things. I applaud you. I think that's a good choice. I mean, look, there's a reason I'm overweight right now. That's what it is. The first mistake you made is not going to Dunkin' in the morning because there you get better options. I would better everything. It's too early. The ones near me on Route Nine in Jersey are closed. Wawa in Mawa. I'm very disappointed. The one by me used to be 24 hours with the drive-through. Same for they me. Just went to four a.m. to midnight. Yep. Yeah. It kills me. Same. All right. So we're in the same boat. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you. The pretzels. And from yeah. And the other thing was the Fritos, Al. You saw that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was just a another quick, bag. Yeah. Quick grab. Bob yeah, no, I, I know. won't even eat those. If you don't honestly. plan it out the night before, you're not going to start sifting through right. the and refrigerator to fair, at 245. Yesterday, I know. after I left here, went to do the other shift. I got home at, you know, nine o'clock. Both my kids were awake, bouncing off the walls. And I basically hadn't been home since I hadn't been home for 48 hours. And I went home to sleep for three and a half and turn around and come back. So, so you know, it is what it is. About a month ago, Boomer fat shamed me into not eating a bacon, egg, and cheese. I that remember, he got me. I was here. Are you now fat shamed enough to not eat that pretzel? Hell no. Okay. All right. Just make sure. I don't have sure. any other options for the rest until, you know, other options. Time. You got Fritos, hard boiled eggs, blueberries. <laughs> no, I would not. Ritz crackers. And here's the Fritos came from home, and then I stopped and I grabbed this. So now the Fritos will go back home and go back into the kids' choices, you know, for what they pack for lunch. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, to hard boiled eggs and blueberries, that's not supposed so to bad. hold me open. Not till dinner time. Well, no, 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 that's no, no, what no. I'm looking at right. when I go home. Uh, what was the Howard Stern thing? Just eat three peanuts if you're hungry. <laughs> yeah, he used to do some diets. He'd be yeah. like, uh, then for a snack, I have three cashews. <laughs> no wonder you eat the way you do. Oh, my God. All right, see. Well, let's hear it, man. I left hey, look at that pig. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, next time I'll bring the uh, the rice cakes and peanut butter, okay? I'm nice. spreading it out Perfect. there in between updates. All right, let's do the updates. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook. Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Let me give you some of the Aaron Rodgers since you guys started with that. Of course, the weekly Pat McAfee appearance yesterday from Pebble Beach as he gets ready to play in the Pro-Am this week. Must be nice. And he's been doing a lot of nothing, just relaxing. Still no decisions on his playing future. Needs more time. But no matter what, play or no play, Packers or elsewhere, he loves him some Nathaniel Hackett. We all have certain coaches that have meant a lot to us over the years and and have created those really special rooms to play in, special feelings on game day, made the weeks better. Obviously, Nathaniel's one of those guys. And the gushing after that would continue. Love Hack. Hack's my guy. I love him, and we really bonded when he was in Green Bay. He made it fun. 
I'm not sure what, what the future holds for me, but those are friendships, the ones I mentioned, that are going to last longer than football. And he references family, the wife and kids. They're very close, all that good yep. stuff. I think they also, uh-huh. I think they also need to sign and bring in on the coaching staff Deepak Chopra as well, because that man, I think, will definitely get him there. You don't know Deepak Chopra? No. Oh, spiritual guru. You might know if you saw him. Or separate? No, totally separate. If you saw him, you might know him. But, okay. Boomer's actually doing a commercial with Deepak Chopra. Of course he is. At some point. Is he? For what? He wouldn't tell me. All right. So, is that part of what he's out there for these two days? I don't know, but... The last time I made a Deepak Chopra reference, he said, by the way, I'm doing a commercial with him. I said, for what? He goes, I'm not going to tell you Can't what it is. <laughs> Can't tell you what it is. And I still have not been able to get it out of him. Uh, but if, if that, that, the Jets were smart. They'd bring in someone like that. Mm-hmm. Put him on the payroll, spiritual yeah. advisor. Be like, well, as once the, the Jets hired, you know, uh, Chopra. Vishnu or whoever, you know, we'll, now we're good. Uh, Never know. Man. Speaking of Boomer, a lot of guys on the Since he got to. Since he left Kansas What's that? City? Have you been in touch with Boomer since he went to Kansas, left yes, Kansas City? Yes, he has been texting me constantly. So he's aware of the, the controversy he stirred up with the snacks and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. He okay. tweeted that out. Oh, yes. he did. I missed that. Yeah, he tweeted that part yeah. out, and he said thanks to Stephen Spector, the PD, and just, of course, you know, continued to play into the fact that he stole that food and he doesn't care. Um, but <laughs> Boomer, I think, he gets, and, and this is a great quality for someone who does this, when he's not here... He gets annoyed that he's not talking about the things that are going on. Of course. So he's sending me stuff yesterday about the D'Amico Ryan's thing and Baker Mayfield. I mean, not Baker Mayfield. And uh, Ian Rappaport and how yes. the, and Adam Schefter and how those guys had conflicting reports. And he loved that. So we we're talking about that. He's chomping at the bit to come back. Exactly. Yeah. So, yes, I have been in contact with him. Well, let's get to that because on the day Frank Reich was introduced by the Panthers, you did have two other head coaching vacancies filled. One is official. The other is close. D'Amico Ryans gets a six-year contract to go back to Houston, take over the Texans, the team that made him the first pick of the second round of the draft back in 2006. And with him off the board, depending on which reporter you believe, as Gio just referenced, the Broncos made the move for Sean Payton as they'll send a first-round pick and a 2024 second rounder to the Saints as compensation for Peyton as well as a third rounder next year. Denver expected to make him one of the highest paid coaches in the league. All but a done deal with Peyton telling NOLA.com, quote, this was the opportunity I was looking for. So you had the initial report of the deal from Adam Schefter. Then you had Ian Rappaport basically reporting that he was the third option behind Ryan's as well as the secret run at Jim Harbaugh. Whereas Schefter circled back and said that that wasn't the case and that the Broncos were clearly focused on Peyton and had moved on from any of these other candidates. So we sort of had parallel yeah. situation with the timeline here and it sort of became a uh, which reporter do you side with situation. Here's what I side with. He's in Denver. All right. Yeah. And I, I don't really care who's right about it. I just from just from the standpoint of how I think this would work, I would tend to believe Adam Schefter more than Ian Rappaport unless these new Bronco ownership has no idea what they're doing, which could be a possibility because they've never done this before. But D'Amico Ryans and Sean Payton are completely different candidates. Yes. D'Amico Ryan's never having a head coach job, defensive guy, mm-hmm. going out there taking the job. Sean Payton, years and years of experience, offensive guy, and there's compensation that you have to... Like, it, to me, if you're going after a guy like D'Amico Ryan's, you've already ruled out 
Sean Payton. Like, Sean Payton isn't your fallback guy because you're going in a completely different direction. And you got to pay him four times more than D'Amico Ryan. Maybe depending on where you stand on the compensation, though. Like, if, you, if you're saying, look, they're different candidates... But I don't. We don't see one as being way above the other. Then let's take a run at the guy that's not going to cost us anything except money. And then if it doesn't work out, okay. Now we have to part with more draft picks after we already lost draft picks last year to make the trade for Russell Wilson. Fair. Understood. We'll probably never know. Right. So it is what it is. But he will uh, try to fix Russ out there in Denver after what was a disastrous 2022 season for Wilson in his first year with the Broncos. Let's get to the Garden now. And a shocker, LeBron was uh, ready to mm. play last night after sitting out the Nets game with that sore ankle or foot or whatever the heck it was. Uh, pretty tight game throughout, though. The Knicks did have to erase a six-point deficit with under two minutes to play after a LeBron three-ball put L.A. up 114-108. Jalen Brunson, another outstanding game. He ties it up on a floater with 24 seconds remaining and then draws the charge on Anthony Davis on the other end to get the ball back so you get the Knicks inbounding late with a chance to win. Here we go on MSG. Four and a half seconds left. Knicks looking for the win. Randall drives in, stops it's late, and it's blocked. And we've got overtime at the garden. The, you know, the tone in Ion's voice tells you everything there. It's just yep. the dejection on TNT as Randall didn't get the shot off in time. He runs into the double team there from LeBron and AD with Brunson essentially uncovered at the three-point line. Now, granted, it might have been a tough pass once LeBron kind of went his way, but if you want, you know, he doesn't get a shot off, and you've got one of your best players. Very unexciting ending to regulation. Wide open, yes. And in overtime, the Lakers had full control, eventually winning 129-123. Triple double for LeBron, 28, 11 assists, 10 rebounds, while Anthony Davis had 27 and 9 boards. Brunson, game high 37, but it's a loss afterwards. Here was his breakdown. Play better defense. And, um, probably just put more points on the board, really. Yeah, amazing to me how the Knicks are not good at home. Yeah, I mean, this is really getting pathetic. I mean, it's just, and I know that you know, the Lakers have had a miserable season up until this point, too. But yet, here they are, you know, activated yeah. in a game like this at the Garden where there's energy in the building and the Knicks are not. I mean, they were. They played well for they the most right part. There, but, yeah. but, I mean, they, they end up losing the game. And then they have they have a miserable home record. And that's just it's just not something you see no. in the NBA with teams that are over 500. Very strange. They were 7 of 34 from 3. That's oh. a problem, obviously. R.J. Barrett, 13 points on 5 of 13 shooting. He did not see the floor across the final 11.51. He played 27 minutes while the likes of Grimes and Quickly and Hartenstein quickly was all played more. They were. Uh, Barrett, though, declined well, to speak to reporters. Was he was what? Outstanding. Now, it's funny because I watched the highlight package this morning. And it's isolated. I get it. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching and there were numerous possessions where, like... His guy scored on him, or he fouled, and then they made the basket, three-point play. So I was like, oh, man, he played a lot, but a rough defense. So I opened the box score. He was like plus 13. <laughs> yeah, no, he played well. He did. Uh, so Barrett, I guess, wasn't pleased. He did not speak to reporters after the game. As for LeBron, he's now within 89 points of Kareem's all-time scoring record. Asked if he thinks it's going to weigh on him at all as he gets closer. I mean, I'm going to do it. I mean, it's just a matter of time and when I'm going to do it. But, yeah, so... It's not, it's not even heavy. Um, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm going to be in his league for you know, at least a few more years. Yeah, so he's uh, feeling pretty confident. As he's he got to come play here with his son. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get him at some point. Yeah, right. Jim Dolan's listening going, mm, right. <laughs> Sounds right. Like okay. a good right idea, right. <laughs> LeBron, right. And right, son, right. 
Okay. The Dolan's Knicks will move on to a home game with the Heat tomorrow night. Miami uh, a winner on Tuesday. The Nets visit the Celtics this evening. Coverage on the fan and the free Odyssey app begins at 7.15. couple of notables elsewhere. The Bucks beat the Hornets 124-115. One other big game for Giannis. He had 34. And the Nuggets beat the Pelicans 122-113. You talk about triple doubles. Nikola Jokic with another one. 26-18 and 15 as he uh, continues good. to fill up the box scores for Denver. And a win for them uh, late last night at home. College hoops. You had a top 10 rivalry showdown in Lawrence, Kansas over Kansas State, 90 to 78. Locally, UConn won it to Paul, 90 to 76. Also wins for Fordham and my alma mater, Quinnipiac. Tonight, you've got St. John's and Seton Hall at Carneseca and a nice 8.30 tip for Jerry as Rutgers uh, plays host. Well, I ain't playing. So hmm. it is late, though. You'll, you'll be there. 8.30 for a home game? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, not good. And no, it's caught in between no, afterwards, timing-wise. Is this a Big Ten Network game or oh, something yeah. else? No, it's Big That's okay. Why. I would think so. I don't know if it's FS1. I haven't seen it. I, I saw sure. BTN yeah, myself. That makes but, sense. So, All right. Yeah. Very good, CeeLo. We'll talk to you next hour. You want to go? Uh, no. We're going back-to-back Thursday. college basketball going, uh, nights for you? Yeah, going Thursday to the Hofstra game. <laughs> can't, can't do uh, back-to-back. One day, though, when Al goes, I'll go. Al, you want to go tonight? 8.30 start. <laughs> I'll be out probably for tonight, though, Jerry, but definitely looking forward to going in the future. I gotcha. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So yesterday, our colleague Sean Marash got all the Eagles fans fired up because he called them fraud fans for celebrating after the NFC Championship game win and not going home to watch the AFC Championship game to see who you were going to play in the Super Bowl. So this That's was why he was calling them fraud fans? That's right, yes. Like, how, how could you go out and celebrate? You're out That's there breaking stupid. stuff and climbing poles, and if you're a real football fan, you watch that game. They're That's Eagle it. fans. Right, they're Eagle fans. They're, they're animals. They're, they're basically like the... They celebrate, enjoy. Like, if you're watching the HBO semi-zombie show, The Last of Us, like the, the, the people who are infected with that disease are like the Eagles fans. <laughs> like they walk around like <laughs> and they have their face and there's fungus growing out of their face and then they get on you and they bite you and they infect you. <laughs> like that's what an Eagles fan is. You can't expect that person to make rational decisions, right? Like that's what, okay, that's what happens. Um, so yeah, he calls them out, but that's not the interesting part to me. The interesting okay. part to me is the setup in the video, because just let's just listen to the question, and you tell me if this is natural or not natural when he's trying to get the opinion from Sean Mirage. Plus, you could hear the door opening. Right, I left that part in. Okay, all right. Hey Mirage, what is it you said about Eagles fans? <laughs> <laughs> so like 
all the credit. It went viral. It was great. It's awesome. Sean got those views. But I was laughing more <laughs> than Izzo. anything at Izzo doing his porno dialogue. <laughs> so, like, I then I tweeted this in the video. I'm like, this is the equivalent of, hey, ladies, did someone order a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Maresh, what is it you said about Eagles fans? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny. The door opens. They're like, you know, uh, like the beginning of like the the real estate porno. Like, uh, what'd you say this house was going on the market for? <laughs> oh, well, it's negotiable. <laughs> I really need this sale. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll wow. do about just about anything to... Get this. Hmm. Oh, really? Hey, Marash, what'd you say about Eagles fans? Hey, Marash, what is it you said about Eagles fans? <laughs> what happened next? He, well, he goes, he goes, dude. Like, you know, like, that sort of seemed like it was the original time he was saying it, but... Oh, not. so this was said first on the air, and then they recreated it? Is that what... I, I actually heard him say it on his way to the men's room at about, uh, whatever, 1020... It, during this show yesterday, it was a sports minute. Oh, okay. From him. Oh, I see. All right. And then, so then it ended up being like an argument, you said, in the newsroom, and then they decided to stage the the take. I don't know if it was in an argument or he was rehearsing, because there was no one else around. <laughs> he was just talking to himself. Oh, I thought he was talking to you while no. walking to the bathroom. No, 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 no. Ah. Yeah. But hey... It got it got the attention. The Eagle fans hate them. You look in the comments. Oh, you sad about the Giants? We own you. Empire State Building's yeah. green. All yeah. this stuff. All the Eagle yeah. fans totally bought it. So yes, yes, and yes. Hats off to his own Marash for creating the moment. But to me, like knowing the mm -hmm. behind the scenes thing, it's just hilarious. It's to a me. good thing he's always behind the camera, not in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear the whole thing as it plays yeah, out? I, yeah, I'm not aware of this. All right. Hey, Marash, what is it you said about Eagles fans, dude? This week we learned they are the biggest fraud football fan base in the world. <laughs> Come on, think about this. You win an NFC Championship game when you won a Super Bowl five years ago, and you're just going to take to the streets, slide down poles with Crisco, crash bus stops, high-five strangers in the street all night, and miss Burrow versus Mahomes? If you care that much about football, you watch Burrow versus Mahomes and see who you're going to play in the Super Bowl. I'm so tired. The fake tough guys, all they care about is looking cool on TikTok and being all tough. They don't actually care about football, or you wouldn't miss Burrow versus Mahomes. Bunch of fraud losers. Hope they get their ass kicked next time. <laughs> I hope you go to a game and get your ass kicked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, he would. Oh, my God. Uh, he would, yes. I mean, if he, you sent him into Philadelphia wearing a Giants, his Daniel Bellinger jersey, mm. oh, my God. He'd, he'd be a rotisserie chicken by the end of the day. I love Marash, but hey, that's, Marash, a weird, that's a weird thing. <laughs> what is it you said about Eagles fans? That's a strange take. Hey, Marash, what is it you said about Eagles fans? <laughs> <laughs> you guys love it. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, stepmom, what did you say about... <laughs> Is this the next video coming between these two? Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, silly. Hey, Marash, what'd you say about your wife being away for a week? Oh, jeez. Dude. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. That was the big viral video yesterday from Sean Marash. I mean, it's just funny, too. Like, the, the image of him probably pisses off Eagles fans even more. You know? Like, yeah. Like, what? 
Like this guy who looks well, like especially a coming from a, whale from a giant fan. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing, of course. Right. Like, I mean, what, what? And you're right. He's like fighting with them about little things. Like, they're like, well, you won't be playing next Sunday. He goes, yeah, you won't either because the Super Bowl's in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> there was one person in the comments that had a rational take. It was like, there was probably, you know, a couple thousand people that were in the streets. And there's six million people in Philadelphia, and most of them are Eagles fans, mm-hmm. and the rest of us were watching the game. Right. So, that's not all of them. Right. And that's a city where you ain't going to find many uh, Cowboy, Giant, or Bear fans in Philadelphia. Right. right. Absolutely That not. is Philly through and through. Right. Absolutely not. Uh, let's go to Allen in New Jersey. He wants to talk some football with us. What's up, Allen? Guys, thank you so much for taking my call. Yes, sir. All right. Listen, um, for the Jets quarterback situation, this may sound crazy. But hear me out. Let's trade Zach Wilson. I'm tired of throwing balls at the feet. Okay? Let's start Mike White as the starter. Forget Aaron Rodgers and all the other big-name quarterbacks. And take that money and use it for the offensive line. For free agency or draft or whatever. Mike White, is. I, I think he's really good. All right, so I was one of the bigger Mike White supporters out there. I love the guy. I wanted to see him start at the beginning of the season. I was vocal about that. I wanted him to replace Zach Wilson earlier in games like the first New England game. All of these things. But the problem is Mike White had his opportunity two seasons ago, ended up getting hurt, Mm -hmm. and screwed everything up. Mike White had another opportunity this year. I understand he got crushed, but every single quarterback gets crushed for the most part in the NFL. He broke half of his ribs, and he got hurt again. So that's a big problem. So if you're the only scenario in which Mike White comes back as the starter next year, and mind you, he's also a free agent, by the way. And he might be in a situation where if they're keeping Zach Wilson, that he's like, this is just, I can't be here any longer. And the Jets may say that, too, because of the Zach Wilson, Mike White craziness that's happened in that locker room. Well, especially if he's going to get decent offers. Yeah, which he may. He might. So the only way I could see Mike White being the quarterback is a scenario that I think is very, very unlikely, which is that they do trade Zach Wilson. They move on from him. They miss out on Aaron Rodgers. They miss out on Derek Carr. And instead of bringing in Andy Dalton or bringing in Baker Mayfield or or veteran X, they decide to go with Mike White because the team loves him and they showed him something. That's the only scenario, and I think that's very unlikely. So a friend of mine, Vic, was texting me before. He's like, the only quarterbacks we want would be Aaron Rodgers or Mike White. Yeah, and I, I literally thought I, you know, a lot of my Jet fan friends are like, love White, can't trust him, and meaning the injury issue, not trust him on the field. They're not wrong. You've seen it once, you've seen it twice. You're going to go into it next year with him being the starter. I don't know, and you're going to have to pay him something. You know, I, I would think some team will offer him some type of a deal. You got to make that decision. That's why I think you got to go after the championship quarterback if you can. And the thing about the offensive line, before they got banged up, they were good. Now, I know it didn't end up that way, and they had their struggles in the latter stages of the season for sure, but when they were healthy, they were good. Yeah, Elijah Vera Tucker, yes. you can trust coming back and being great. And Mekhi Becton apparently has had a great season of getting in shape, and, and the beat writers saw it at the end of the season when they talked to him. So, I mean, you can't trust him either, but if you get both of those guys back healthy, that is a big step in the right direction. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer Ash, what is it you said about Eagles fan? <laughs> <laughs> You do that with the porno music that you guys have. Yeah. (laughs) Dude. Dude.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 